This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy hell, it's a sunny day in California here, folks. We are really doing it. Tuesday, 2018. We're here, we're queer, and we're gay also. (laughs) Can you be queer and gay? Yeah, queer is strange, and gay is uh, having sex. Gay can be happy. Oh, yeah, gay is happy. Have a gay old time. Right. Wonder when that flipped over. I don't know, probably around the 80s when AIDS, uh, the AIDSies, if you will, uh-huh. I believe we have before, so why not again? Sure. Uh, I think it started to get weird, because that's when, uh, before, I think gay was like a rumor. You know what I mean? Uh, there was yeah. gay people, but they're like, no, get out of here. That's a lie. That's a myth. Right. You did a lot of that hand wiggling, you know, that guy's a little, ooh. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, not married. He's 41. Mm. Michael J. Fox has a lot of hand wiggling. That's true. <laughs> but, so does uh, Ali. Yes. Well, he's dead. He died? I believe so. Two years ago or one year ago. I think wow. two years ago. What that was happened? a big one. Alcohol? Drugs? It's weird with these deaths, uh, I think he was beaten amongst the head area. AIDS? It's weird with these deaths where people are like tragic and sad, but they're like, that guy was 90. Yeah, that's a good run. It's like if Brad Pitt dies, then I'll cry and, and, and kill my parents. But Muhammad Ali, you're like, he lived. Yeah, he had a great life. He knew the Beatles. Yeah, well, he didn't know who they were. Remember that? That's right. He that called was, them fags. He was like, who are those fags? He did really you say fags? He did. Oh, really? It's in my uh, my facts. I, I I follow what the fuck facts on Twitter. Oh, uh, I don't trust those facts. I don't trust them either, but they are fun. Yeah. Well, you know, let, let calling the Beatles fags is fun. I mean, any well, way you slice it. Also, it seems pretty believable. I mean, it was the 60s, uh, you know. I don't know. Were they saying that word back then? Oh, what are you kidding? They, they invented it. But I think they said it like, Go home, faggots! They weren't like, who are those fags? I don't know. I, I think it was both. Maybe. I think that, that word was very had a lot of range. Now, I had a what-the-fuck fact, and it said the Beatles called him the N-word. That I also could buy. So maybe they all could have fought. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have herpes or AIDS? What, are you kidding? I have herpes. I'm living a nice life. Ah, uh, well, I'm just saying AIDS is curable now. No, it's not. Well, it's it's basically nothing. It's treatable, but you got to have treatable. money, and I don't have insurance. I'm not. Mm. I'd be a die from AIDS guy. I'd be dead in a week. No, we'd get a GoFundMe. I know, but even with the GoFund, you're gonna get what eight hundred bucks? That buys you one needle. You think? Yeah, Ma- a- Muhammad Ali has a bunch of movie theater. Uh, whatever. What's the guy? Who's the one? Johnson. Magic Johnson, Muhammad Johnson. I like how I went Johnson, not Magic. Muhammad Johnson's great hotel. <laughs> he's got a good bodega by me. Um, they, he's got movie theaters. He's got billions. So he's just paying for the noodles mm. and the and the pills. And Sheen the, too. But Sheen's HIV, I think. Or they're both HIV. They're AIDS H- is different. AIDS I, is still a death sentence. Let me go HIV or herp. I'd still take herpes because uh, I had a couple outbreaks and here and there. And every once in a while, I'll have an outbreak. I call Dr. Steve. It costs 30 bucks. I take two pills and I'm back on top. You're on the Steve train? Dr. Steve. Oh, man. Don't, don't, don't be telling me about Dr. Steve. This guy's <laughs> been Steve. giving me dick medicine since 1981. Ooh, 
doctor. I love Steve. He's my my lord and savior. I'm thinking about moving to Tennessee just for your old DS. Yeah, well, he can ship. That's the beauty of technol. He's I don't, a, I can just hit up a CVS anywhere in the country. I need. I don't need a sh- ship. I need a stethoscope in my asshole. I need well, him to. I can do that. Poke some things around and find out what's cooking down there. It'd be nice to fly. We should all fly him out because I got Ari on Steve. Oh, really? Yeah, it'd be nice to. Fly. And he makes no money. It's not like we're helping him out. You know? It's, no, we should go to him. I guess you're right. We should go to him and uh, really we, get him like a spa package. Yeah, we, <laughs> we book a plane. He checks out our feet, our hoops, yes. our lungs, the whole thing. Yeah, we give him a Chipotle guard and hit the road. Yeah, I think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I haven't had my temperature taken since I was in fifth grade. No, ditto, ditto. <laughs> that was a double ditto. Double ditto. A ditto, ditto. Uh, <laughs> hey, we won an award, by the way. Come again? We won an award. On the best, my face. Best uh, naming of podcasts, which is not a great award, by the way. What? That's what we got? The entire bang. Oh, they, bang. They, they gave us best episode titles, I think it was. Was that what it was? Split Cider. Split Cider. Split oh, shit. Are those confused or related or similar? They're all comedy and nobody reads them. Oh, that's hurtful. Wow. <laughs> Who's reading these? But we won an award. We had the best titles, which is a little hurtful because they say you can't judge a book by its cover and all that business. Uh-huh. And don't judge a, a tit by its nipple. Right. So, uh, Is that what they said? <laughs> no, I just came up with maybe it, but I it's will, not bad. Maybe I will start reading it. I might tweet that. Don't like judge it. a tit by its nipple. Yeah, because the nip has nothing to do with the tit. <laughs> just a tit. <laughs> Sounds like a, an Asian proverb. I am uh, sweating like... I, it's hot as Shelby in here. Like uh, Magic Johnson chatting with Dr. Steve. Woo! All right, so HIV is off the table. Can I tweet that? Because I'll forget it otherwise. Tweet it right I'm now. I'm trying to really and, stay and away from Twitter, folks, but... if you're uh, listening at home, give that a nice heart. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to go back and find it because... Yeah, this will come out in March. <laughs> this is... Uh... Oh, man, i got to show you a funny thing. All right, you talk for All a right, moment. All right, yeah, so I, I, it's good to see you there, Fatty. It's been, I, I, these uh, vacations and holidays are great, and they're good and warm and good for the heart, and you eat a lot and all that, but I get all rusty. I feel like I, I lose my New York edge, and I come back, and i got to like get kicked around a little bit before I'm back in my asshole. When you hear rusty, do you think Christmas vacation or Seinfeld? Oh, I go sign first. Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's on Christmas, all the vacations. Right, rusty. right. They switched that kid up a few times. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, that yeah. was a good joke they put in. I don't even recognize you guys anymore. Right, right. That was fun. That was a different time when you could do that. European's a little underrated, if you ask me. Not European. Uh, Vegas? Vegas. Vegas it's underrated. Was funny. Randy Quaid was killing it. It's a uh, birthmark. Breaks up the blue shit up his sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I always like the idea of having a birthmark that travels up your sleeve. Right. So, uh... You're back. I'm back, and, like, at the dinner, we went to the big dude lunch. Oh, the dude lunch! Big dude lunch yesterday, uh, the Gomez, uh, the Puerto Rican rattle, he puts together this thing every year, what, is the third year going? I think this is the third year, yeah. Yeah, and you can't miss it, but I woke up, and I just had one of those mornings where you're like, ah, I'm staying in, I'm glad I got nothing to do today, and you text me, and you go, you coming to the lunch? And I go, ah, and I I just, I I had, like, a, a pang, a pang. Not the delivery guy. Not a hunger? No, just a, a fear pang of like, ah, fuck that. I'm not going. People talking to people. I just couldn't do it. And then you're like, what? You're not going? And I, I said, fuck it. I should go. And I'm so glad I went. Yeah, you got to go. It's a fun time. We had a good table. I had, had to lock arms with like five guys, though. And, yes. And, and shuffle over. Because sometimes these seats, 
There's 60 people, and I don't want to disparage any comedians. I love all comics that are working, except for most of them. Well, you get but, your clicks together. You get your group. Yeah, you get a group, and you have close friends, but sometimes you all go to sit, and a couple of people that you're not so close with, they pop in right next to you, and then you go, well, now i got to get to know a guy. Uh, nobody wants to. What is this, E-Harmony? And then I'm, eat. I'm looking over, and everyone's just like, I don't know the thing, you scallywag! Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. i got to hear a story about an open mic and a bucket. Sure, sure. It's all rigged. I accidentally punched the uh, thing on that move. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It didn't feel good. Ali. But we had a good group. You, me, Cantor, Veter, Kramer, the butler, Soder. A late Ari. Late Ari. He came in late, swooped in. Yeah. He, I felt bad. He texted me. said, hey, save me a seat. I'll be 15 minutes late. He was a half hour late. The seat was gone. You can't save seats. That's crazy. Can't do it. No. And just get there on time. What are you doing? Uh, he's older. He is old. Yeah. He People needs forget. a game. He's got a rascal. Those things don't move. But yeah, so we did the lunch, and I'm glad I went. And you, that's the thing with the anxiety and the self hatred. You gotta just throw yourself in the pool. There's, Jump in the pool. There's no toe tap. You gotta just go in. And I'm so glad I went, and I had a hot couple hot sets. So now I'm back, and it feels good to be back. You brush that brush that dust off. Yeah, you need a. I need the home feeling. I've been on the road so much. I just want to go home. I had a road trip. Then Christmas. Then one day home, and then back on the road. Uh huh. So it's like yeah, I like to be ensconched yes. i like to feel my couch and flip through the channels and have anal and put on my wife's shoes and Ugh. walk around isn't it nice because you and me are we were a couple of poor cunts for years and we had no money and our home was it was just a base where you put your dog shit and you took a dump and you jerked off and you had weird sheets like your old bed was a piece of garbage i it slept was, on that thing many times it was bad it was a twin and it had a picture of the rolling stones cut out from a like you know teen beat and taped on the bed of the hood of the what do you call it the hood the the the, the hoof the the uh the headboard the headboard yes yeah. and then a picture of like old ronnie wood smoking on it because it was from when i was 16 i never i thought you were jerking to that i didn't know what it was <laughs> I had, well my head's there if I, was, I know i thought you were looking at it i know but that's the head I, my back is to them well i thought you'd you know give it a, a look around <laughs> a reach around you can hurt your neck that way my friend that's true uh that's true marty uh, but anyways, I had the sheets, and then the sheet would always come off the corner. That yes, you know, it made that noise. I hate that noise. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's elastic, so it springs up on you. And it curls around your foot. And we used to call it the raw part of the bed, like mm. when you the, the foot's on the raw, where it's like all yellow and yes, the hay. Gross. Yeah. yeah. So I slept on that puppy for a while, and uh, you know, we just had no money, and you know, you get roommates come and go, and it's not really a home. We both have homes now. It feels so good. It's a nice home, and that that. Room also in that old apartment of mine, it had the hook. It didn't have a, a closey door. It had a hook. Oh, the hook. So it was like a jar all the time. Always a jar. So like my fat Indian roommate would be walking by. His, and it was, his name was a jar. It'd be a whole thing. Yeah, he was Samoan. Yeah, you called him Samoan. I don't think he was. He's an odd duck. That guy was kooky. He was a good egg. Sweet guy, nice but guy. I should have called him Duke. Yeah. Um, had a real limp. He had a hitch in his giddy-up. Uh, is that right? Yeah, he was 9-11. He got crushed. He did it? No, no. He, oh. <laughs> he, was, he was a victim. Ah, yes. Victim shaming. Um, so, yeah. So now we have a home. And boy, there's nothing. I've never had a home in my life. Even as a kid, I didn't feel at, at home at my parents' house. They were terrifying. So uh, it's nice to have a home. And I got pictures on the wall of you. I got Sam. I got Conan and, and uh, Fallon up there. It just It's it's a shrine and a and a sanctuary. The whole gang, and uh, yeah, we have a nice carpet. We had a Christmas tree set up, the big screen TV. It's really nice. And you bought all of it. It's all your shit. Yeah, well, Louie bought most of it. Ooh. I only had to watch him beat off twice. Yeah. 
Just kidding. He didn't have a latch on the door. Speaking of Louie and uh, beating off, the talk of the 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 dinner, the lunch, yes. the men's lunch, of course, was Dave Chappelle. Chapel. What a what a performance. Yeah. Now you liked the uh, the sit down. I loved it. The bird revelation, I think it was yes, called. He's really it. trying to do the Charlie Parkery jazz thing. Hopefully, he doesn't do heroin. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. I believe Charlie was on heroin, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they all were on the white horse. <laughs> was it white horse? Yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum. Um, was it White Horse? White Horse Tavern is in the village. I think there's something with a horse. Hmm. Black tar heroin. Yeah. Horse sounds right. Ride maybe. the dragon. Fuck your mother. What do you got there? Shelby's Lips. a heroin addict. They just call it horse. Horse. Yeah. Oh, I horse. threw in white. That's racist. Well, it's probably white. Heroin's whitish, isn't it? Or yellowish? Oh, I thought it was black. No, heroin. Maybe yellow. I think it's a yellowy white. Oh, Pulp Fiction. That's white. Yeah, that's white. Aha, uh-huh. that's white. All right, Shelby's making faces. I can't tell. He's licking the glass. There's He's, no glass. He's uh, having withdrawals. Uh, all right, so... Well, anyways, the Chappelle special was the talk yeah. of the town, and uh, some people were offended. The most offensive part to me was the leg slapping. Oh, the mic tap. We got it. Other than that, I thought it was uh, wonderbar. I felt like at certain points he was looking for things new to hit mm. you know he's like stool knee shoulder ventilation duct you know puppies ashtray it was like he just hitting everything hit an audience member with it how fascinating the belly room to do a special in the belly room fun idea wow it's like the world or something and he's not even killing no not particularly well he's not doing a ton of jokes no no and he laughed more than the crowd maybe but it was fun to watch and i i think i was talking to ruby about this this might be the future of comedy that like Get the, all the, the topical shit and get it out quick and just have your opinion out first. Right, right. That's not bad. It's kind of innovative. Yeah, it was interesting because he taped that a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think two months. Um, and then uh, what was I going to say about it? Oh, you got to watch the other one, though. I got I to watch it. I heard that one's not as cool. People weren't as excited about I that I liked one. it. I thought it was a real, that was like a real traditional special. Right, right. Some people thought he opens up talking about how great he is or some shit. Yeah, but it kind of works. It kind of, he's like, I'm dope. Let me tell you why. And he just goes, I can, any punchline, I can... I write the punchline first, I make the joke about it, and it's pretty cool. You gotta see it. Now somebody said Big J does a similar That's thing. That's what I hear. I heard. Oh. oh, God. But I love the OJ taking the knee thing. I mean, oh. we were on the floor. Sarah and I were crying great, for that whole bit. Stuff. That yeah. act out was great. The and brittle spirit, Martin Luther King analogy was great. All that stuff was great. So, yeah, yeah. give it a gander, folks. Comedy's going a weird way, and uh, I'm glad everybody's not wussing out and caving. But these fucking... Come guzzlers at the Business Insider and all these other uh, headline people just go, well, he's saying women are all weak. He's saying women are fat. They're like, whatever. Like, hey, hey, listen to these set. Don't try to just get the headline out there for your clickbait jizz. No clickbait. I, I, I'm, I'm avoiding all the stuff. Hate new it. year, new me. I'm avoiding. Don't send me any art. I don't want to hear what anyone posted or wrote or tweeted. So I'm I off sh- the Twitter. I shouldn't send. Don't send. All right, I almost sent you a one yesterday. No send. Tim Dillon sent me a thing about some open micer in L.A., and she was like, I'm lighting you early if you say anything sexist, oh, misogynist. Did he send you that one? That's evil. It's like, it's like this is fascism. What are you talking yes. about? You're an open mic. You're a- literally an open mic. It's one thing if you own a club. 
Yes. And you go, hey, listen, I got a business and I can't have a person right there saying, hey, trannies, because my dad's clean. a tranny and we could sell tickets to trannies. Yeah. You're at an open mic yes, telling you... open micers what they can and can't say. You're not a dictator. You're a cut-tater. And then all these people comment to go for you, sister, go get them oh, or whatever. And I'm like, come get on. Get out of the business. But I'm like, I don't even want to hear about this because this is a thing. Now I'm mad about it. I wouldn't even have known. It's some open mic in a city I don't even live in. Right. It's someone that's never going to do anything with their lives. Right. But... I'm like, stop saying, I don't want to hear it anymore. It's too much stimuli. Yes. Because then you get mad. But in real life, we're not actually dealing with this on a day-to-day basis for the most part. I know. But now I'm bothered by this thing. Yeah, now you get bothered. So I got to just remove myself. And then people write mean shit on Twitter. And I'm like, I'm just bringing this into my life for no reason. I know. But then don't you sit there and, I mean, I guess you're right. Because we're not doing anything about it anyway. It's not like I'm going to whatever mic this is, getting a fucking plane ticket and kicking her in the cunt. I gotta stop saying cunt. But, you know, I'm not kicking her in the tits. No. So what's the point anyway? Yeah, you just get mad about things and... It, just, uh, it shouldn't be out there. God. Uh, we gotta keep our eyes on our own paper, as yeah, they say. Yeah, well, I've been cheating my whole life. But it is crazy where uh, it, it's just this thing about... Uh, oh, I gave him the lie. I lit him. You can't say that. Like, So you're deciding what comics can and can't uh, say? Horror. How can you Don't live you with yourself? Don't you see that you're the bad guy you're in Trump. the situation? It's crazy. You're a twat. I changed it. You're a fascist. Thank you. Hey, don't call her fat. Fascism is coming back. Fascist Remember? shaming. I think Kevin Bacon in uh, JFK might be my favorite movie character of all time. Oh, well. Because you've never been fucked in the ass. Wow, doesn't ring a bell. What? He's so great. You're a good looking man. Is he a... He's a big gay prostitute. Oh, is that right? Oh, you gotta watch it. He's amazing. Man. You're Kevin a good looking man, Mr. Garrison. Kevin Bacon, he plays a pedophile in The Woodsman. He's all over the road. He's tremendous. Terrific actor, and he's got a temperature, seven degrees. Shows his dong in wild things. Oh, really? Yeah, it's That's not a wild bad. Thing. Mm. Not bad. He's got a huge sack. Because you've never been fucked in the ass. That's true. I you should rewatch it. Neither have I. But I've had a finger up there, but it was medical. I was talking to a comic the other day, and he said his girlfriend loves the back door. And I go, oh, that's something. He goes, I'm, I'm sick of it because Ooh. she makes me take it too what yeah really what's good for the goose is good for the asshole exactly man and he's getting plowed is he enjoying it no really yeah yeah pretty wild have you ever been pegged never been pegged i dated a peg <laughs> oh yeah yeah eileen and uh peg eileen well she she leaned <laughs> oh i gotcha that's what she said a lot i think we got a peggy listening old peggy o'leary oh peg i love hope you're peggy. still listening she'll peg you well, I, I, I have a close relationship with a wife, but... No, I'm saying she, I'm saying she's the type who will really give it to you. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. She's a Philly chick. All right. Well, if my wife dies and I want to get pegged, I know who to call. Yeah, call Peg. I don't think my wife would be into Peg. If I was like, I, I want you to peg me, here's a, here's a contraption, really stick it to me. I think she would be like... Nah, I don't yeah. see her as the... Uh, Fuck yeah. I think she would say no and uh, give me Alan's phone number is what she would say. Right, right. You know, it's it's weird because a lot of the, le- I think a lot of most women wouldn't want that. They wouldn't want a guy who is into that. No, but I'll tell you, I've watched some uh, strap-on uh, porn in my day. Uh-huh. And there's something hot about the woman doing the, 
The thrust. The thrust, yeah, because uh-huh. the tits are moving, and she's in power position, you Interesting. know? Interesting. Like a woman from behind. I don't want anything in my asshole, you but like- I want a woman to just be like, Gah. Yes, you like a powerful lady. I do. That's my thing. I want to I sit in the front row, and she's on a high stage wearing boots, and every once in a while, she kicks me and Ooh. knocks my glasses off and yeah. sticks them in her ass and makes me put them back on. Like that photographer in Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, but yet your lady is very, I don't want to say meek, but she's soft-spoken. She's a soft-spoken person, but she's on stage, you know, ah, and she's very, uh, she's very strong and independent and very funny. So I can watch her on stage, just you know, killing. Right, right. And so it's, and she's older, which is also part of the same thing. Older than me, I mean. Yes, yes. Very Got sexy. It. Interesting. All right. Well, we're getting somewhere here. Yeah, we're really getting somewhere. So let me tell you about this day I had there, Fatty. All right, go ahead. All right. So uh, it was December. I had one more peg thing I wanted oh, to add. Peg, peg me. Here's the thing. If I was gonna get. <laughs> If I was going to get pegged, I always see these big dick. I'd have to be like a little pencil oh, thing. Oh, give me a golf pencil. <laughs> Just getting out of shot, maybe. Yeah, it was splintery. Let's play two. No lead. Yeah. But uh, like, I'd have to be a, a... What was that? I'm taking a cart. I put my ear up to the, my microphone as though that was going <laughs> to... But it would have to be a little... You know, a little a pencil thin mustache yeah. of a dildo. <laughs> That's what he would have. I don't want this big black dawn no. in my asshole. I gotta take dumps for God's sake. It's gotta be a little, maybe like a lipstick tube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a red asshole. Hey, well, who doesn't? <laughs> All right. So All tell right. me about your day there. Yeah. Uh, so I had, a, I had a I had a wild comedy. Listen to this comedy day I had. All right, I will. So I did. Uh, this is December twentieth. It was like gearing up to the Christmas vacay. Uh, I did Jim and Sam in the morning, so that's like 8 a.m., out the door, on Sirius. It was the last one of the year, so it was me, Voss, and Kumia just yucking it up. Oh, fun. It's a great time. Then I left there and went straight to Penn Station, got picked up by a woman named Peg. Really? Fun fact. And I'm doing a web series called Comedians on a Different Plane. Oh, interesting. Which is a, basically a ripoff of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. This guy has a jet. He like he flies jets out of Long Island. Wow. He loves comedy. He saw me at Gotham. We flew to Pepe's in Connecticut and had lunch. New Haven. New Haven. It took 15 minutes to get to New Haven. No kidding. So we go to Long Island. He flies me out. We do the whole thing is GoPro'd on the plane where he let me hold the yoke. I was flying that puppy. I was going left and right. The yoke? That's what you call the stick. Oh, I thought it was a steering wheel. No, no, it's a yoke. No kidding. Yes. So uh, we're up there, we're flying, we're talking. You know, it's all the shit Jerry does, but it's in a plane. Right. And you go to Pepe's, you have a great meal. We're talking, you got the guy filming us eating at Pepe's. That was great. We fly back. I got home at like, you know, three. Wow. Unbelievable. Is there another comedian or just you? It's the driver. He just loves comedy. So that's a little different than Jerry. I guess so, yeah. So it's a comedian and a, and a guy, like a journalist guy. Yeah, he's just a pilot who's he's bored with his pilot life, and he loves comedy, and that's how he's he's trying to start something. Wow, that's exciting. Pretty cool. He's an entrepreneur. Thank you. So then I get back home, do some writing, go do a show, haul ass out of the show, and go do the Legion of Skanks podcast. And we just had a great one. It was one of those magical pods. It was a killer. Then I went to Alan, and I realized, you know, we've been talking, blah, blah, blah. Next day I go to Alan, and uh, I want to make some changes in my life. Oh, please. So I, I call up Ari. And uh, I go, hey, Ari, what do you say you let me buy you dinner? Uh-huh. We go see the new Legion of Skanks gas digital studio mm. and just hang out all night. Mm. And he goes, great. That could be a change. So we did pokey. <laughs> we ate pokey. Pokey? You ever had pokey? No. Pokemon? Or is that different? Ah, it's Asian. It's, okay. It's like a bowl of bullshit and like 
snow peas. You would hate it. It's totally off the table for you. It's, yeah, it doesn't sound like something I'm into. But it's delicious. We actually talked about how you're a uh, what is pinchy? What do you call that? A pinchy eater. Pinchy. No, I picky. Think, picky. Yeah, Thank yes. You. I pick the foods I wish to eat. Yes. Uh, is it picky? I think it's picky. Picky in the brain. I guess so. Yeah, all picky. Right. All right. So, uh, yeah, and we talked all about bullshit. And then Ari, we're walking down the street all night just talking, talking, as you do with Ari. And he whips out a microphone, and he's doing one of these end-of-the-year, you know, recap. What's your resolution bullshit? He does it with all these comics. Yeah. So he whips out this microphone, and we're just talking, bullshitting while walking down 3rd Avenue. And these, like, seven guys are coming toward Big motherfuckers. Oh, like, geez. drunk guys. Like, football player-type older guys. You Any know, like, group of men, race or age, yes. I'm terrified. All mixed race, big guy, like, blazer, shirt open, you know, like, like wobbling down the street. And they see the microphones. Oh, boy. So, you know, they get all, ah, what are you guys doing? A headlock, ah! <laughs> you know, beer breath, beer breath. They're all, they're all like, Christmas-partied or something. Uh-huh. And I think they were all cops. Oh. Because they had their big annual whatever, and it was right by that police station. Oh, right. Off-duty cops are a a tricky bunch. So if you're listening to this, folks, go listen to Ari's thing, because they all get on the mic and they go, look at these. Ah, What do you guys record? A little movie show? Radio time? Ah, And it was like, holy shit. It was quite jarring. Oh, boy. It sounds jarring. It's jarring to listen to. Yes. Now, this is the crazy part. Hit me with it. So I had a great day. Whatever, great night, we do shows, get home, I go to bed with the lady, we're sleeping in bed, I wake up, my head is throbbing. Uh I didn't drink or anything. Throbbing head, like, I never have headaches, pretty carefree guy, wake up, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I go in the mirror, I go in the bathroom, flip the light on, I got a red line, about an inch and a half long, between my eyebrows, right there, vertical line, right over the nose. Boy, what are you, got an assassin after you? It looked like stigmata. Jeez. So my first thought is just what? What is that? Lipstick or what is that? I did I hit my head while I slept? Is that a what? And it it doesn't hurt. I'm just tapping it. Nothing. No pain. No gain. Like what the fuck is this? I Google it. It happens to people. You can just wake up. It's like a stress thing. It's a uh, I don't know what a blood vessel pops. Jeez. But it, it looks like um, biblical. Wow. It was wild. I show the lady. She's like, gee, this is crazy. We Google it. It's. I thought I was going to die. I don't know what the hell's going on. A thin Red Line. It's a Thin Red Line. Boy. Yes. Decent movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. That so, was uh, Terrence Malick. He took uh, 20 years off. Did you know that? Is that right? He made two movies, took 20 years off, and then came back. HIV? No, I think he just went away. Where'd he get the cash? What, did he go to Thailand? He's one of these guys. He said, hey, I'm out. He went and wrote and edited and shit. Wow. But he didn't direct a movie for 20 years. Oh, pre- man. pretentious, if you ask me, his films. So, so the wife works at... um. By the wife, jeez. The lady works at LinkedIn, uh-huh. so she hates her job, the whole thing. So then she got off. The first day she has off is this day with the stigmata. Uh-huh. So I, I planned this amazing day. First, we go see Meteor Shower. I got free tickets from Schumer. What's that? That's her Broadway show. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. He wrote it. It's joke a minute. It's it's You know, you go to Broadway, you're like, it's a comedy. It'll be a Broadway comedy. Oh, how funny could it be? Killer. Yeah, Broadway comedy club, not good. Not a good club, not a good street. But it was funny. She's great in it. Keegan-Michael Key kills it. It's it's four people the whole show, and it's killer. Wow. Really smart, really like Roxanne-y, that same kind of humor, you know? Roxanne! Turn on the red light! So it was red great. Red line. Thin. <laughs> so uh, we, we leave there, and I go, let's get lunch. Then we're going to go to the Rangers game. Oh, fun. And she goes, you got tickets? And I go, we're going to scalp them. Nice. Have a real New York moment. 
So we, we eat lunch. We're all excited. Like, how are we going to do it? Do we go up to a guy? Do we find a weird black man in a coat? What's the, what's the scoop here? So we get there, and this is all just going in blind. I've never done this before. Have you ever done this? I did it for years. Yeah. Now I go to StubHub. Ah. But yeah, for my, that was most of my life was ah. going to these guys. Well, I got to know them in Boston. I don't know any. I don't know how much money to give. I don't know what's a good prize. I'm clueless. So I just go up and right away you get hit. You can these guys see you. You're like a sitting duck. Right. They see you and they just go right to you. And this guy goes, 200, 200 bucks, two hundred bucks. That's a hundred a pair, hundred a pair. Rangers, good seats, good seats. And I go, let me see the tickets. And he pulls out like a a printed out thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah. And he goes, here's what I'll do. There's a lot of guys shysting you out here. I'll let her go in with the ticket, scan it, come back out. You can see they're uh, they're real, uh-huh. and I go, oh, that's not bad. But I didn't want to go with the first guy. No, it no. felt too quick. Yes. So I go, let me go to the ATM. So he goes, ATM's right there. I go, oh, fuck. So now he's watching me at the ATM, even though I got a wad of cash. This is what pocket. they do. They're real. They really can be aggressive. Persistent. It's it's brutal. It feels like you're in Calcutta. You know. They're at work. They're yeah. making their living they're here. They're working, and it's drizzling out, and it's dark. It's a, it's snowy and all. That. It's brutal. So. uh I just kind of shuck and jive like somebody else starts talking to him. So I run around the corner. This other guy sees me, little guy in like a douchey outfit, a lot of jewelry. And he goes, I saw that guy. I'll go 175, 175. And I go, ah, I can't do it. And I'm really working these guys. And it's very awkward. I don't know. You try haggling with these people. It's brutal. You got to just keep walking away. That's the key. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I kept walking away, kept walking away. And I finally go, he goes, what do you want to spend? I go, well, I want to spend 50 bucks. And he goes, that's crazy. And they I go, get mad at you. They got me got mad. Yeah, yeah. So then I go, all right, I'll give you 150. Or no, I said, I'll give you 130 for the pair. But let me see the tickets. And he whips out the tickets. They look good. Ticketmaster logo, barcode, the whole thing. Uh-huh. And I go, great. Here you go. And he runs off. And I go, ah, I felt cool. Yeah, it feels like exciting. Cool yeah, a lot of cash, weird black guy, the whole thing, drizzle. So I go in, we're feeling good, we do the metal detector, everybody's high-fiving, Rangers gear everywhere, the music's playing, you can hear the cheering, and we get right up to the door, the guy scans it, you got bad tickets, folks. Oh, oh my God, Jesus, you're a victim. I'm a victim. Oh, man. So what's the score there? Is that Did I do something illegal? Can I report him, or am I just as guilty? Well, scalping is illegal. You're also doing something illegal. I'm going to comp. Yes. Uh-huh. So I go out, and go, I'm going to find this fucking guy. I don't know, what am I going to do? Uh, he's gone. As soon as he makes that sale, he's out. Oh, shit. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. The Jeez. fuck is that? A podcast what game. What are you off. doing? I don't know. I hit something. Is that the song you listened to? That was a pod. Oh, thank God. I thought that was your music. That was a death metal. <laughs> I was at the end of a relationship there. <laughs> that was a little Pantera. So I go out there. It's drizzling. I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I'm looking left to right. I can't find the guy. I'm, Is that him? Is that him? I'm profiling people. And she's just going, ah, screw it. We got rooked. It's over. We got bamboozled. We got hoodwinked. Let's get the hell out of here. And I go, I can't. I got to find him. She's like, what are you going to do if you find him? Punch him out? I'm like, I don't know. I can talk to him, reason with him. He's probably got a blade. Oh, he's got a blade. <clears throat> Good movie. So we yeah. just I just settle settle it up and walk away. Oh, walk geez. through the wetness and just walk across Seventh Avenue hating myself. I'm that I'm the chump white guy. You know, I felt so stupid. I felt so defeated. Yeah, but you don't hear that happening that much anymore. I'm not That's an like idiot. an old school victim. I'm a chump. Oh, it killed me. So then the night had a real morale was low, folks. Sam? Yes, Sam Morell. Ironically, not low. He's very tall. Yes, he is. So, uh, what do you think? 6'3"? I think he's taller than I am. Maybe a half an inch. Yeah, and I'm about 6'2 and change, which is fun to say. <laughs> I have but, to admit. Uh, I like when I, when I go, I'm a, you can say a buck 20. Yeah, that's fun. That's a good time. 
You hate the soaking wet. I don't like the soaking wet. What I is that soaking it. wet? What's wrong with soaking wet? It just feels like uh, extra. It's been done and we've heard it, <laughs> and been done. we've heard it all, and it's like soaking wet. Like it's like, why don't you just say the weight he is? All right. So what is he not soaking wet? And how much what? How much does the water weigh? Right. And why is he wet? It's all water weight. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Wait, I combined the uh, two movies, Duckfire uh, and Seinfeld. So the morale is low. We go home. We have a sad fuck. I can barely get it up. I'm so emasculated by the strangers' oh, come face. Nothing worse than a sad fuck. Oh, sad bang. That's how I was conceived. You ever have a fuck where you're just like, do you want to just call it quits? Oh, try again another woo, day. That was my virginity. <laughs> so uh, we go back and then we have a nice dinner at an Italian joint. It's you know I'm trying to get over it. I'm doing the thing where I'm faking it. Like ah, oh, it's fine. What are you gonna do? But inside I'm I'm. Steaming. Well, wasted money sucks. Oh. You just threw away money. Threw away money. And not only that, I got tricked. But you know what you got to try to do is, uh, this was happening when we got robbed in uh, Miami. Yes. Uh, you got to just say, they need, they're they're poor. They This is how they have to live their life. They have yeah. to just hope that some asshole, some right. fucking moron just hands them their money. They got to just prey on really dumb people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's their whole life. I know, I know, and I just kept picturing him, like, riding the train back to Brooklyn, counting it, like, ah, motherfucker, dumb motherfucker, I'll get another one tomorrow, like, ah, God, yeah, I'm he's, that guy! he's underlit going, ah! Exactly! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes back home to his plus size wife and throws the money in her face! Yeah, he bought a 40 and, uh, right. you know. Ah, but, you know, you gotta let it go. So I'm sitting at dinner with the lady, and, uh, you know, whatever, we're having a great time, and I get a text, and it says, uh, hey... You don't know me. I got your number from some other guy. Ah, oh, jeez. You want to come do a show uh, way uptown? I'll give you 60 bucks for 15 minutes. That's not bad. And I go, that's pretty good. I can make some money back. That's a portion. That's a chunk. It's a chunk of change. A piece. Yes. So I go, what do you think about this? To the lady, she goes, yeah, well, what's the scoop? I mean, I don't want to spend all night at a show. I go, that's a good point. So I text the guy. I go, it's about 9. I go, what time does the show start? He goes, 10. I go, can I go on at 1040? If I go on at 1040, I'll do it. He goes. No problem at all. And I go, you got to hand me the money first because oh, I'm boy. on edge. I got screwed. Yeah. So he goes, yeah, no problem. Take it easy. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. What if this is the same guy, the same scalper? Oh, my God. If he knew you, he recognized you, rooked you for the ticket, and then said, hey, I got a show. I can get you 60 bucks. Yeah. And I get up there, and he just robs me. Yeah. So uh, I go up there, and we get there a little early. We get there like 10, 15. It was the underground lounge. Oh, I love that room. It's a good room, but not tonight. Uh-oh. So we go up. We're a little early, so I go, let me show you the Seinfeld Diner. Uh-huh. So we go to Tom's restaurant. We look in. It's fun. Then we go to a bar to kill time. I go, let's get half a beer in here, and we'll, you know, because I don't want to go there and chat with everybody. Uh-huh. You know? So we go to this bar. She goes to the bathroom. I walk up to the bar. These three gals at the bar go, are you Mark Norman? Ooh. I'm talking, I'm on one one oh eight or something and, and Broadway, way up there. And I go, Well uh, indeed I am and they go, We're huge Tuesdays. No kidding. Three chicks, like Columbia chicks. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Unbelievable. I was like, Whoa, the night is young. We're cooking, baby. All right. Thanks, ladies. Yes, thank you. Praise Allah, Yellow Chipotle. We love you. So I go, Hey, how about that? I get my beer. The guy, the bartender, I, I'm, I'm gushing here. The bartender goes, 
where are you from? And I go, New Orleans. He goes, me too. Drinks are on me. Oh, my free God. Drinks. Now we're back. The night is turning. 60 bucks plus a round of drinks. I mean, that's we're getting close to the ticket price. And an ego boost, mind you. Do you have this, though? Because even when you start to like make up for money you lost, you yeah. still go, but I'd still have that more money. Uh, of course. That's my whole life. That's yeah. all I do. So we, we sit down. We have the beer. We have the beer. Then I go, all right, we better go over there. It's like 1030. We walk over there. We get there at like 1032. It's the saddest show on the planet. There's eight people. None of them speak English. One guy's in a wheelchair. There's like, it's weird. We have, they have no audience. They have like four people in the audience, and they have hired a photographer. Oh, There's a guy geez. going around with a fucking eight-inch zoom getting in your face and shit. You're like, there's no one here. What are you doing? Well, what's nice about performing arts photography is you can frame it so you can't tell there's no audience. That's true. You get a photo of a guy with his leg up on the monitor soloing. Right. It's like, oh, <laughs> right. he's ripping it. And yeah. then they don't pan back and see that there's, you know, his mother's sitting in the audience. Yes, no pan. So I get there, and uh, there's the host guy. He finds you. He goes, hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming. All right. And it's like 1032, and I go, I'm on next, right? And he goes... Well, we got a guy on before you, then you. Mm. And I go, ah. All right. So they put this guy on. He, he tanks it. And then he does a thing. I don't want to, if this guy's a listener, I don't want to get him in hot water here. But uh, he's doing that thing where he's bombing. And then somebody in the crowd starts chatting to themselves, to each other, like whispering. And he goes, well, what, you, what are you guys talking about? What's your deal? And it's this old guy. It's an old black guy and a young white guy. It's clear they're fucking, but they don't know any. They, want, they don't want anybody to know they're fucking. Uh-huh. They're on the outs. What do you call that? They're down low. They're on the DL. And yes. uh, I've been there before. I've fucked old black guys. Yes. Didn't want anyone to know. So, uh, Cut that out, Shelby. The black guy was like, no, don't worry about it. Sorry. We, he was super nice about it. He's like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, don't mind us. And he's like, no, you're going to talk during my set. I want to know what it's about. Well, he's like, what, what's your deal? What are you guys, what are you doing together? And the black guy was like, no, no, don't worry about it. It was, it was the saddest sight oh, ever. That's a dangerous game to play, too, with a comic, because sometimes you do that and you go, what are you guys talking about? And then you, you set yourself up for that. We're talking about how much you blow. Ooh. I've yeah. seen that happen, and uh, it's an age-old mistake. Yeah, and you can't blame them, because, hey, you want to come at me? I'll come at you. Yeah, they're like, well, this is what I am talking about. Yes. We're talking about how you should quit. Yeah. So uh, that got super weird. Then the host comes back up, and he goes, Mark Norman. I go, all right, here we go. And I, I did pretty well. It went okay. And it was fun for the lady to see. Like, isn't it fun to kill in front of the lady? Yeah, well, my lady doesn't come into the room anymore, but... Um... Yeah, yeah. Well, she really does either, but it was fun to do that. And then we got the fuck out of there, and I grabbed that 60 and got the hell out of there, and it it was okay. Um, so, you know, now I'm, uh, I'm down one... No, I'm down 80. Uh-huh. Is it 80? 90. I can't remember the amount 70. the ticket was. I'm down 70 still. Okay. But hey, you live, you learn, and we got a fun little shitty New York story out of it. Not bad. I guess. Did you, have a, did you have a happier fuck later? Yes, we did. A two-and-a-day fuck. Oh, we'll fuck. That's not bad. She likes a pounding. We have a hard time getting a, a double-day fuck. Even if it's spread? Spread. Her, her well, legs. New Year's Eve, we got a night. This is getting too personal here now, but right. uh, we had a double a double New Year's. Because New Year's is like a thing, you know? Yes, a the holiday first, fuck. The first fuck of 2018. You got to get it in there. You got to do it. Boy. So, yeah, what did you do for the uh, Christ Mass? Christ Mass. Oh, I went home uh, where the heart is, and I went first. I went to the Vermont Comedy Club. Oh, good club, good town, up good in state. Burlington, and what a what a beautiful area, town, and it was like picturesque. There was like this fluffy snow falling. Mm, love the fluffy, not Just the comedian. A nice flurry of fluff way up there in Burlington, and it's it was nice because the week before I had done, um, we talked about it Meth? extensively. No, uh, Molly. What was the club? 
Zanies in Rosemont, which ah. is nowhere to go. You're out in the middle of the highway. But this is like New England. It's a 35-minute flight, and that club is great. Great club. And they're really nice. Natalie and Nathan, they were sweet as pies. There's good vibes coming out of that city. Yeah, it's a great city. Well, it's, it's very removed from the mm. states. It feels it's very it's kind of a hippie town. Yes. It's very gay. You got Ben and Jerry yes. up there and Bernie. Yes. And a lot of just good people and it's green and there's a lot of snow and the the Lake Champlain and I got great memories up there. Champlain Supernova. And uh, so it was really uh it was really a great weekend, but it was light because there was a huge snowstorm and it's Christmas weekend. Woo! But I kind of love those comedy weekends where like nothing's really expected. We were like, hey, it's Christmas is in two days and there's a snowstorm. Sure. So like everyone gets that it's gonna be light, and I love a light crowd. I've said it before, and I'll say it uh, many times again. My ideal show would be forty people paying three hundred bucks. What? Because you're. I mean, it's not. It's an. It's a fantasy. Sure. But I like performing for forty people. Interesting. 300 people, is, is, there's a drunk over there. It's hard to get their attention. They're right. looking at their phone. Uh-huh. Like, But 40, if one guy's talking, you can go, hey, Pete, yes. quiet down over there. Everyone yeah. sees each other. And it feels more intimate. Yeah, you go name tags. Those are all the best shows to me. Right. But you've got to make a living. So sure. in my mind, they're all paying 300 bucks, and that's a nice 1,200 bucks or something. 12,000 bucks. What? Yeah, I can't do that. What's 40 times 300? Well, I think 10 it's 12, would be 3,000. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might have something there. Yeah, I think it's 12000 Shelby's agreeing. He's on heroin. Yeah, I got it. Look at that. All right, that felt good. 12 Gs. So anyways, that's my career goal. If anyone out there is willing to pay 300 bucks to watch me do comedy. And you got 39 friends. It's going to be tough, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it was a nice light crowd. And then Saturday, how about this? This is Hit like a me, dream baby. road situation. Yes. They call me up in the middle of the day. I went out to get like uh, some pasta to go. I bring it back to the hotel. I'm watching college football. I'm, I'm spinning my noodles, mm-hmm. eating my meatballs. They call up and they go, hey, we're going to make the two shows into one show since it's so light. Ugh. Which is, um, it's good, it's a but it's, it's a weird, it's a bittersweet. But now I got one packed show. Yeah. It's at 7 p.m. I'm done at 8.25. Same money. Saturday night. Yeah, he's like, we'll pay you the same, of course. Great. It's I'm done at 8.25. My parents drove all the way up in a fucking blizzard. Wow. And I felt bad because I threw it out there because I, I flew to, because uh, it's Christmas, so travel, they really fucking gouge you at these uh, places. Brutal. Sarah paid 800 bucks to go to Texas. Oh! We're going to Paris for 700 Ah! 800 to go to Texas. Unreal. Even on like the kayak and the skip lag and the fuck your mother. Paris, Texas? Paris Hilton. Ah! Boy, I was it. always really into her. But, uh, I, I'm, I'm down with her too. She gets a bad anal. I liked her personality too. She was well, just rich and having fun. I guess so. People were like, she's a con. She's a piece of shit. I'm like, she inherited money and she's having a good time. Who gives a shit? I thought she was hot. Super hot. You watched the sex tape? I did. And uh, Ditto. really, Ditto. really something. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hot when you have some connection with the person. You know her? Well, you, you know of her. You see her uh-huh. out and about. Like sure. a porn star, they're just some porn person. I'm like, I feel terrible. Artie Lang is a great, not a great story, but he talked about being on Letterman with her, and he said she just oozes sex. Like he was in the green room with her, and everything about her is just like, because she's dumb. So And you just see this hot entity. Uh-huh. There's nothing, it just oozes sex, and that's all she is. Right. You know, like he's like, so what are you up to? She's like, I don't know, maybe a bubble bath later. Like, that's how she talks. Oh, and he's just like, this is crazy. Jeez, I never get into bubble baths. I don't get it either, but if you want to do one, great. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so they, they made the two shows into the one, and then I'm like, great, I just have one show. My parents were driving. Oh, that's what I was talking about. So I was flying to Burlington. I got the one-way flight, and I was at home for Thanksgiving when I booked the flight, and they said, why don't you guys come up? We'll hang out. And then you can just, I'll just drive back with you on Christmas Eve. Bada bing, bada boom. Sunday was Christmas Eve, so they say, great. 
But now the snows are coming. It's like a big blizzard. Oh, yeah. Mountains, the whole thing. And it's like a five-hour drive from my parents' house to uh, Burlington. Is that it? Well, it's more like four hours, but the snow and all this ah. stuff is going to be more. But it ends up being like real bad snow, rain, sleet, the whole thing. And they still showed up? They still came. Well, I didn't wow. have another option. I called. I was like, hey, I'm looking at flights because I don't want you guys to die on the yeah, highway. Yeah, yeah. Because they would have died on Christmas Eve Eve coming to get me. I would have to yeah. live with that. Oh, my. That's a headline. And, of course, they'd be dead also. Sure. But that's anyway, so, so I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm looking at flights, but there are no flights from Burlington to Boston. They can't. That doesn't exist. Is that why is that? I think because they're too close. Too close. So you got to fly from Burlington to LaGuardia, which is ten minutes from my house. So I'm like, hey, if I fly into LaGuardia, I'm going home. I'm gonna miss Christmas. <laughs> I'm not gonna get on a plane back to Boston, which is another forty five minutes from my parents' house. Sure. So I'd have to fly three hours, five hundred bucks, land ten minutes from my house, and then get forty five minutes from Boston. Got it. So I said, this is the only option. So you're gonna have to get here. So it ended up taking them like seven hours oh. to get up there. They got up there just in time for the show. This poor smallmouth family. They're all stressed, but uh, I bought them some IPA highfalutin beer, which there is not cheap. And no, it then, is not. Uh, was it weird buying it? Not really. It was fun. I was. I had to be like. I was like an old man. I was like, you got to tell me about beer. I don't know anything about beer. Wow. I haven't drank in nine years. I celebrated five years sobriety during this period of time. So fun to be sober buying your parents' beer. The tables have turned. It's really fascinating. And then I was like, I don't know anything about anything. I'm I'm, I'm old and uh, I haven't drank since 1985. Sure. So I got them the beer, put a big bow on it, and uh, they showed up. They made it in time. Fun show. We went out to dinner afterwards. We got pizza and beer. Great. You guys did uh, like a moving furniture date. Yeah, it was sweet. And we woke up early the next morning, went home, Christmas Eve, Christmas, the whole thing. It's fun. Give. It really is good to give it's gifts. It's great to give. It feels good. I got my parents Netflix. I got them like $100 because I got the Netflix Whoa. special coming out. They're addicted. They're binge watching the whole thing. Thanks. Netflix is great. So it's very exciting. Good Keep an for eye you. out for the special and all that shit. So uh, yeah, it was I, pretty good. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I went to town on gifts. I, I must have spent $800 on gifts. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It really adds it up. It adds up, and you got a lot of people you know. That's why it's great that friends, we don't need to do that. No, no, you can't do Well, it's weird because it ends up being an even exchange. Yes. You're like, I get you a $25 Starbucks. I'm like, I get you a $25 Chipotle. And then you're like, well, we're just back to even again. Keep the money. Yeah, I had a friend show up with a drone once. I kicked him in the dick. Oh, drone. What am I going to do with a drone? Who needs it? Now I got, now I got a chore. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's great. I, uh, I went to the ladies on uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah? And it was a uh, real humdinger. Sandwich, Massachusetts. Cape Cod, folks. Yeah, we were right down the street from each other. That's weird. I know. We were on this, always on the same train coming back. Oh, that would have been something. That was something. How about that? When I texted you. I'm like, I'm on an Amtrak. You're like, I'm on an Amtrak. Yes. It was a moment of, of really feeling like something. This could be it, folks. But, but it was it nothing. You should have hit me up. You're driving from Boston to New York. I forgot, I forgot you were there. I live there. See, isn't Florida. it weird, too, that your parents are willing to drive seven hours through the powdery white snow, but yet you still have a weird disconnect with your father? Yeah, well... It's, I have the same thing. They're willing to... They would die for us, but there's not... You need the... You need the shit in the middle, not the shit on the outside, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I mean, you can physically be there, but not uh, emotionally. Exactly. You know, it's, uh, it's a strange... Situation. That's I just a, came from therapy, so I'm a little gay right now. I don't want to get you uh, don't get me gay. turvy and teardroppy, but yeah, it's very odd. I got to give a hot, crazy shout out here. Please. Carl in Vermont. We all know Carl. Good egg. Super fan. Carl with a K. He's a super fan. He comes to Montreal. He comes to Berlin. He's a Vermonter, a real New Englander. Gives me a Christmas, I mean, a wedding card with money in it. 
Cash? Cash money. Wow. I mean, Carl, you're too kind. And uh, my God, God bless you. You came to two shows. Oh. I want to kiss you on the dick, you old son of a gun. Cash I'm not going to. Sorry. Uh, you're not going to. Cash with a K, Carl with a C. R- reverse, I mean. Yes. But uh, boy, thanks so much, buddy. And uh, I went straight to Christmas. I took it the next day. I went out and shopped for everybody. Oh, yeah. You will turn over some cash. Well, I'm not good with money. I did the same thing last night. I went to the Islander Bruins game. Bruins are in town. Uh-huh. I brought uh, Canada the game, and I've done this four times. I'm a, such an idiot. <laughs> I, I do a thing where it's an addiction. This has happened to me four different times. Pearl Jam, USC, the Clippers, now the Islanders Bruins game, where I, I get addicted to looking for tickets and picking the right seats. Interesting. You're to do it on StubHub, by the way. And uh, I go through, and I'm like, this seat, that's I buy it. And then, like, three days later, I'll, I hit a bonus at Dr. Gray. I have extra money. Or I come into money, and then I'm like, I'm going to get better tickets. I'll upgrade. I'll try oh, to sell the other ones. Jesus. The other ones don't sell, so I have four tickets to an event. Ah! Oh. It's happened to me four times now. You could stand on the corner and sell tickets to my dumbass. I know. I should have uh, thought of that. or tried to, But I try to put them back on StubHub, because uh-huh. it feels like this will be a good way yes. to sell tickets back. Let it but ride. The problem with that is, if no one buys them, you don't have a physical... Like, if you have physical tickets in your hand, the scalpel will be like, I'll give you 10 bucks for the pair, and you go, there you go, and you get something back. So what do I do next time? Do I look for you out there? I mean, you go I, to StubHub. I guess so. StubHub. Right. Or you go to, you know, Aces. All these ticket agencies are on there. And are they wildly cheaper, or is it just kind of like a few bucks shaved? Well, it's legal, and you know what you're getting. Yeah. You're not going up there with a, you know, a fucking McDonald's napkin that says hockey on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's a real ticket. Yeah, all right, all right. The golden ticket. And then if you keep waiting, the prices keep dropping and all that business. So Yeah, damn. God, I got fucking bamboozled. You got rooked, buddy. Yeah, I got hoodwinked. All right, so um, how about this? This I got to get off my dick. All right, take it off. So, I got some stuff I got to get off my dick, too. All right, good. Dr. Steve. Well, I go back, you know, have a nice, uh, you know, Christmas goose, the whole thing with the the lady and all that good stuff. We did a puzzle, which is very nice. I love doing a puzzle. Underrated activity. Last year, I got Sarah a puzzle for Christmas. Is that right? Yeah, it's a Kill Bill. That was the pick? Yeah. Hmm. It's she, a poster. She's a fan. She's a big Kill Bill fan. You do a puzzle, it's very exciting. Strong female lead. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tarantino. So uh, we do a puzzle. It's very exciting. You put the phone away. You turn. You get the you get the football in the background. Puzzle on the table. It's a great. I had a beer in my hand. An eggnog it was great. Feels very uh, kitschy. Yes. Warm. So it's also fun being with uh, the girlfriend's family because you get to be the funny guy. Yeah. Not you don't want to be forced funny. Tell me a joke, Dickless. Yeah. But you get to be funny naturally. So that's fun. And uh, nice people, sweet people, way better than my family. They're all normal, and they're they're weird in their own way. But every family's weird, but they're better than mine. Yeah. Well, also you're a little removed. Yeah, I if love you're removed. An, if you're they're annoying or wacky, you're like, oh, that's strange. And then you leave. Yeah. If it, your family, you're like, who am I? What am I? How is this? How yeah. am I related to these people? What? How? Where did I come from? What I the know, fuck? Am I gonna be you? Uh, am I you? Are you in me? Blow me? It sucks. So. That's fun. You get to show off for a minute, whatever. You get to be very nice and hug the old ladies and kiss them on the cheek. Then I got back on a train to go to New York City. I run into my old pal, uh, Chris Scanlon, who was, uh, he was like, you know, um, he's uh, Schumer's old tour manager, and now he's Bo Burnham's tour manager. Oh, wow. He's really working the system, and he's uh, Jim Jeffries' tour manager. That's a nice career. Yeah, he's doing it. Good egg. 
We hit the train. We're waiting for the train, staring at the big board at the South Station. You know, the big number oh, waiting for your fun. track. Feels romantic. It is. Yeah. And uh, the snow is coming down. Our, every train is catching up, but our train is delayed. Delayed. Oh. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I saw minutes. that. Yes. Yes. I was traveling the same day. I believe it was a 3 o'clock train. We didn't get on it until 3.40, something like that. And uh-huh. now we talked the whole time, which was nice, but now we have that moment where... We're walking to the train going, are we going to sit together? Oh, I hate that. Or are we going to split? And if you split, how do you do it cordially? Yes. So that was awkward. This is where you got to assert. you got to say, hey, listen, i got some thoughts, and uh, i got I got some porn. i got to sit by myself over well, here. Well, I threw this one out there, which I thought would be good, but it wasn't good enough. I go, uh, I'm going to take a real nap on this puppy. And I'm, saying, I'm throwing oh, that out yeah. there. i got to go to bed. I'm gay. I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah go to sleep but we got on the train and luckily there were so many people that you couldn't sit together right so we had to disperse that's a nice feeling there's nothing worse than you say i want to sleep and the guy's like no problem yeah now you're sleeping with your mouth open and he's looking in your tonsils say exactly so uh i got my own seat i'm sitting on the train and this lady sits next to me german broad like like mrs doubtfire cunt you know real bag lady big tits floppy hat curly hair glasses Weird vibe. She was like, hello, how are you? You know, like a big old, uh, what do you call it? Like a a strudel bitch. What's that thing? Uh, Oktoberfest twat. Oh, yes. a uh, Nazi? Nah, I wouldn't go that far, but she's like an old nanny from a storybook. Okay. Like a Mother Goose skank. A Mother Boots, uh, got it. Yeah. Mother Boots. So she comes on, and she's got this little fat kid with her. He must have been 10. He was like the fat kid from uh, A League of Their Own. Uh-huh, that's exactly what I thought of. Stillwell. He's got a little propeller hat, a fat gut, suspenders, shorts, annoying. Mm-hmm. And then his dad is with him. I think she's a nanny or a grandma. She's she's related to them somehow, but not related, because she kept being like, your, your son's doing this, your son's doing that. So I don't know. So maybe an aunt or a fuck buddy, whatever it was. So the kid is the most annoying kid. I mean, it's like comical. It's like if this kid was in a movie, he'd be like, you're, you're overacting. This is too much. Uh-huh. It was way over the top. This kid's running up and down the aisles, slapping people, screaming, yelling. It was bananas. I hate that. I hate this kid. And he kept doing this classic shit where his dad was checked out. His dad's like, I, I want to kill you. I've had enough. And his dad was like a real pussy. Like you could tell the kid was walking all over him. And he's like, I need food. I am hungry. I And the, wa- the woman's like, you're going to tell you, you're going to take your kid to get some food? He's like, ah. And the dad's just like, I'm done. Blow me. And the wife or the woman goes, all right, let's go get some food. They come back. The kid's eating a fucking parfait. It's all over his face. I hate this kid. I want to slap him in the ass. Jeez. And so now he's going, I need to go to the bathroom. He's like standing on the seat. It was insane. And the woman's like, you're going to take your son to the bathroom? What's going on here? And the dad's like, I'm out. Blow me. Ugh. And so the woman's like, all right, I'll take him. So they go to the bathroom. They come back. And he goes, I needed to poop. And you wouldn't let me poop. And he shits himself in the aisle. Oh, my God. Shit in the aisle, folks. He left the bathroom and then shit in the aisle? He came back. It was a weird thing. The woman came back before he was done. And she's like, I can't deal with this kid. I, he's he's peeing. He's on his own. And he must have been like, where'd you go? I need help. I got a poo-poo. And she left. Oh, my God. So then he came back alone and was like, you left me. So I pooed on myself. It's your fault. I mean, this kid was out of a movie. It was, it was like a horror film. Oh, my God. It was like the movie The Toy. I kind of like him, though. If they left him and he's mad at him, you're oh, like, I'll get the ultimate that's, revenge. That's psycho shit. I'll shit on myself. What, are you kidding? I mean, it's a decent commitment, but this kid's got some problems. <laughs> How old is the kid? What is he talking? I mean, it's hard to say. I'm not a pedophile anymore, so I can't judge, but I want to say eight. 
Okay. But he's fat, so he's big. Right, right. But he's got still got the parfait on his face. His hair's got a cow lick. His, his asshole's covered in shit. It's a scene, man. And so what happens? Do they take him to the bathroom to shovel him off or well, whatever? everybody in the, in the train is going, what the fuck's going on? Is, I'm waiting for some black guy to get up and be like, hey! Come here, kid! Like, discipline him in front of everybody, because no one else wants to do it. We're all scared whitey. No. Black guy left. Yes, he sold me some tickets. tickets. So uh, this kid, I couldn't believe it. And eventually, the kid goes, what stop are we? Oh, no, no, oh, another thing. So the kid goes, call mom, I need some new pants. So the dad goes, all right, all right. So they call the mom, they put on speaker. So the mom's not there. The mom is not we got there. Like a nanny or a... She must be the nanny or... A... Well, maybe it's a divorce and that's the new girlfriend. Ah, she's a little older. Maybe. Well, maybe that's why he's acting up. He's divorced and his dad's fucking an old granny. You might have some, but this kid is so spoiled. It's like the kid from uh, Wonka. Goop or whatever his name is. The kid who eats the blueberry? Uh-huh. Whatever his name was. Maybe they're rich Connecticut people. I think they were. So the mom's going, what's happening? What's happening? And he goes, Daddy, it's his funny baby shit myself. We need you. Come get me. Bring me pants. And she's like, what? Shit? Who? Pants? And and the, the German woman's talking to me like, can you believe this fucking guy? I'm like, hey, I don't, I, leave me out of it. I'm sitting next to these people. I'm like, I should have sat next to Chris. What am I doing? Oh. So uh, it was a whole scene. And then the kid goes, the mom's just going, what's going on? I should have never left with you, the kid. The mom flips out on the dad. The dad's going, don't worry about it. Don't worry. And the kid's yelling over the dad. It was a whole thing. Oh, I wanted to kick God. this kid in the taint. I hated him. This is why you get the Excella ticket. I know. You got to get the Excella. That's like, you might as well be on a fucking bus. I'm on a bus to the circus. I don't know what this is. So this kid just keeps flipping out, and the mom's going, okay, okay, I'll bring you pants. And the kid goes, what stop are we? And the whole train went, eh? Every (laughs) ear pricked up, because we all want to know, when the fuck, we're going to New York. Hopefully they're getting off before that. So the the, the mom or the woman, the German lady goes, we're getting off at Saybrook, or whatever, I can't do Uh a German accent. I go, Saybrook! God love you! Holy shit! And the the, the fat guy comes down, the uh, the train conductor goes, next stop, Saybrook! And we all go, yeah! The whole train is in unison, just cheering. Thank God, because Saybrook's not too far. No, You know no, what I mean? And no. it, it is like a rich town. Maybe they're rich, weird, you know, shit-your-pants people. I think the kid, I think you're right. It's divorced, the kid's an only child, he's all fucked up. I mean, this kid had some mental... To shit yourself, to get back at someone is bonkers. That's like kill-the-school-pet crazy. Yeah. So we all just had a, a unified cheer, and you know they're like, "Old Saybrook, bip, bip, doors open," and they got their fat asses up, and Garrett got their luggage and got out of there. We all did a big applause. Oh wow! It was great. It was a great moment. We all loved each other. I looked back at Chris; he was ten rows down. I gave him a salute. How was the smell? Did it have time to really uh, get out there and linger? It lingered. It wasn't terrible because he was wearing snow pants for some reason. Oh, that's not bad. So he had that plastic encaptured in there, but uh, oof. He had an insulation going in his asshole, but thank God, because you could get, it was that kid shit smell. You know, it's like Kool-Aid, sweet tarts, and cum. Yes. I don't know what it was, but Jesus Christ. Rotten, rotten shit. Quite a kerfuffle. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, it was something, folks. So. Boy, if you just waited a half hour, we'd be on the train together. <laughs> Dude, the whole time I'm texting you, I I think if we go back through our text, we can see. I'm like, there's a kid out here, it's crazy. Oh, man. But you, you, got, you had to be there, you couldn't... Uh, you couldn't, you know, text it. But yeah, I got back to New York, and uh, once again, I did that thing where I'm like, where can I get up? I texted a friend, I got on that show, and I went and judged the roast battle. It was so fun. You realize these are your people. You get back to comedians, and you're just I like, know. this is my crew, these are my type, and uh, had a great night, and got drunk, and cried myself to sleep. Yeah, that's what's hard, and a little bit sad. You're like, I feel so much more connected to these <sighs> folks. These misfits. 
Yeah, it's hard. These broken toys. But hey, that's uh, that's the life. We, at least we we are in it. We're engulfed in the life we like. It's scotched. You know what uh, John Hughes said? Uh, how you feel about your family is a complicated thing. Mm. Home alone. Here, here. See, you want to get to, back to Allentown. I was uh, talking with him, and me and my parents are very disconnected, and it's awkward. I think my mom's trying to reach out more in her old age. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I feel like I'm too far gone. Yeah, it's hard. So... It's awkward, and you try, you give a glimpse here and there of like, I love you, but I can't say it, I'm gay. And uh, they're going to die soon, I think. Oh, boy. And I'm going to be crushed. Isn't that weird? We got to do it now. Call them. I got to call them. Call them up and say, hey. My dad is such a mess. You know you, you know my dad's story? I'll tell you later. Yeah, tell me later. We're running out of time. It's it's a doozy. Hot doozy. His, uh, I'll give you a quick, uh, I'll give you the cliffs. He... His dad died in a drunk driving accident when he was two. The other guy hit him. Oh, wow. So he had no dad growing up, and his mom was like a real like loser lady. She was pretty, but she was dumb, and she had no skills. She was just uh-huh. like, I got to find a man type guy. So she married this big Italian guy, big racist guy you know, down in Louisiana. This kid, or this guy, had a son who was the same age as my, my dad, beat the shit out of my dad. He's like, we're not letting this guy into my home. And you uh-huh. know, the first day he moved in, he beat the shit out of my dad. Then the dad goes, look, I love you, honey, but I, I cannot support your child. So this kid is on his own. So he's on his own his whole life. Like the dad would buy the kid ice cream, but not my dad. Uh-huh. See, and that, that fucks with your psyche. Yes. So my dad has zero confidence and zero, like, you know, will because, or self-worth because he's like, this is, uh, you know, as a child, he was just conditioned to be like, oh, I get nothing. That's who I am. Right. So I don't know what the point of that was, but it's hard for him to... Be like, you got to stand up for yourself, son, and all this shit, because he doesn't have that. Right. So uh, he's just, you know, he's not going to be like, I love you, because he's like, why would he love me? Right, but that's his problem, not yours. I you know. still need these things. Allentown. Doesn't matter where he came from. I know, but I, you know, I feel for the guy. I feel for mine, but we need, we have needs. Yes, we're people too, and uh, it's weird to be brought up by these uh, fuck up, fucked up people, but uh, so is life. So it goes. Ooh, sorry, I squeezed a lot in uh, at the end there. That's what she said, Peg. Peggy. Uh, all right, we got we got to wrap it up here for God's sakes. Uh, we're gonna, gonna be, be? They're gonna shut us down. Well, this weekend, as you all know, I'll be at uh, <laughs> Comedy on State in Madison. What? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What a January you have the best January of all time in uh, January uh, with uh, Sarah Talamash. List will be there with me, so come on out to that. We're going to miss Joe Pack, Joe. That's his old neck of the way, but I think he lives in Cleveland now. Ooh, big drop-off, Joe Pack. Yeah, but uh, what are you going to do? Go well, he's Pack. closer to everybody. But anyways, uh, so you. that one, uh, come out to Madison, and then uh, keep an eye out for the Netflix thing, and uh, Comedian Joe List is the website. I got my dates up there. Be in Denver with Ari. Come out to that. And then uh, Stress Factory, first weekend in February, Super Bowl weekend. Nice. Got to assume the Patriots will be winning their sixth Super Bowl that weekend. It's likely. And uh, a bunch of other stuff. Go to Comedian Joe List, at Joe List Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, suck some other tits. Date on the Netflix? No date no yet date. still. Okay, they're very weird with dates. Very strange, and uh, but I don't know. Who knows? But yeah. it'll be out there. They're very popular, and your parents have one, so they'll see it. And hit the Patreon. Go to Patreon. Yes. We're gonna put some. We're gonna 2018. We're gonna be have some real bonus shit up there. So it's, keep an eye out. It's a resolution. I'll be at the Irvine Improv this weekend. That's a big ass room. So please, LA is always saying, "When are you coming to LA? Come out! I need you to come out." It's a fill-in date, so uh, Lord knows it'd help. 
And uh, a lot of fun stuff. Gonna be an Ari with Denver. Uh, opening for Burt Kreischer at the Wilbur Theater in Beantown in February. Uh, Raleigh, what's that club? Good Nights. Oh, yeah. Charlotte Comedy Zone. Uh, Philly Helium. Buffalo Helium. A lot of great clubs coming up. Check the website, marknormancomedy.com. Yell at Chipotle. Come see us live. Praise Allah. Tweet at us. We'll see you all in hell. Jizz in your cup of coffee. Love you. Thank you.